Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to Thoughts by DeVille D.I. Of course, I'm your host, DeVille D.I. Now, today, I got a couple interesting topics for you. At least, I think they're interesting. We're going to talk about how I ended up becoming a watchsmith over the weekend and my experiences uh, trying to gather the things that I needed to to, uh, do my watchsmithery. Then we're for the thoughts, what DeVille thinks section of the show. We're going to discuss Terry Cruz's clapback at D.L. Hughley over some comments that he made uh, about the incident where Mr. Cruz was allegedly sexually assaulted. But first and foremost, before we get into all that, I'm going to give you a few things that you need to know to survive the Super Bowl in Atlanta. Yeah, I know a lot of y'all are planning on coming on to Georgia for the Super Bowl. And y'all thinking, going down to Georgia about to see a friend of mine. No, that's not Atlanta. That is not Atlanta at all. Now, I know Atlanta is has been gentrified uh, heavily in the past few five, six years since I've been here. But there are some things about this. That they're not telling you that I feel like you need to know in order to survive your visit for the Super Bowl. And I'm going to inform you on these things starting now. First thing you need to know, Mercedes-Benz Stadium. This beautiful, big, state-of-the-art stadium that they have built that they're going to host the Super Bowl in is around the corner from the hood. That's right. You're a couple blocks away from the bluff. You make a couple wrong turns, you're going to end up in the bluff. If you don't know about the bluff, watch that movie, Snow in the Bluff. This is probably one of the most dangerous neighborhoods in Georgia. (laughs) So, number one, turn your GPS on. Know where you're going so that you don't end up in the bluff. Now, second thing I'm going to tell you is... If you do drugs, if you like narcotics, whether it's weed, pills, uh, lean, whatever, get that stuff before you come to Atlanta. Do that right now. Get that stuff before you come to Atlanta. Do not come to Atlanta looking for drugs and paraphernalia because one out of two things is going to happen. One, yes, is going to go to jail. The undercovers is going to be out here heavy. And if you don't believe it, then I can't help you. The city of Atlanta is just going to love to get some of your out-of-town Super Bowl money. Georgia, you come on vacation, you leave on probation. They will lock your ass up quickly with the quickness. And the undercovers are going to be heavy out there, not only to protect you, from these things that you might run into through your ignorance of the city thinking that this is just a good old country town they're here to protect you but they're also going to be out there to lock your ass up if you trip up buy that stuff before you get here so that you do not get robbed you think you won't get robbed in atlanta ask the students at georgia tech let me tell you a quick story about getting robbed in atlanta one night me and my buddies we go to downtown to a little spot have a couple of drinks we leave out we're walking down the sidewalk and this one guy just is chatting it up with one of my partners we're not paying that much attention but one of my friends have peeped it we walk over to the parking lot where we've parked and a friend of mine says hey 
did you got your thing with you? Of course I had my thing with you. My legally owned firearm that I keep in my car. I said, yes, I do. He said, get it out. I said, what's going on? He said, get it out. I got it out. He said, cock it. I cocked it. He said, turn around and show it to him. I turned around and there's a guy standing between. The only thing separate me and this dude was the door of my car. And he has his hand in his pocket and he was about to raise that thing up. But thankfully to my friends watching out, he didn't have a chance to get the drop on. See, my partner already noticed. He's from Atlanta. He already noticed the guy was being too friendly to my other friend. Then he watched the guy come around the front of the cars, duck down. He heard him cock his pistol. He was getting ready to run down on us. But I was ready for that ass. Don't come around here acting stupid. You will get robbed. Now, as we're talking about parking, listen, every guy with a vest on is not a parking attendant. Watch where you park very carefully. Because, yes, there are people out here scamming. Who are walking around with those reflective vests on. And they'll tell you, hey, you can park right here. And they'll park you somewhere. They have no authority to tell you to park. Take your money. And then they're disappearing. Well, by the time you get out of the game, <laughs> they'll be gone in a couple hundred, if not thousands of dollars richer. Find, get you a parking pass. If you can't get the parking pass, find you a legit place to park where they've got signs, where they got meters and all that type of stuff. Don't get fooled. I got another story to, for you about this parking. Let me tell you right now. Back in Atlanta, I went to this place called Cat's Cafe. Cat's Cafe is a great place. They serve pizza, but the pizza is all seafood themed, right? And they have live music at night. It's a nice, nice joint. So I pull around. And it's cut, ducked off in a cut in a corner. So I had a hard time finding it. Once I find it, I asked the guy, hey, where's the parking for Cat's Cafe? He says, hey, pull around here. You can park. As long as you're going to the cafe, you can park anywhere back here. I pull around there and I park. I'm walking to the uh, to the venue. And there's a guy standing there. He's like, hey, it's going to be $10 to park. So I'm thinking nothing of it. I'm like, okay, $10 cool. $10 parking is cheap in Atlanta. So I'm like, cool. I give you these 10 bucks I go pulling my money out And the dude starts laughing And he's like man I don't work You about to just give anybody some money huh I didn't know no better Watch where you park and watch who you have Park your vehicles Definitely don't let nobody park your vehicle Cause your shit gonna come up missing But make sure that you're in a proper Parking space when you park And you, you, you have a real parking attendant who was over a lot and not just some guy who's out there with a vest on saying hey you can park right here by this store because your car gonna get towed and ticketed speaking of ticketed while you're driving through the city of atlanta when you come up to a red light do not pull into those crosswalks the crosswalk is not a suggestion in the city of atlanta if you pull into that crosswalk, especially if there is someone in a pedestrian in that crosswalk and you pull into it, you will be ticketed. Those tickets can be up to like $400. Like I said, man, you think the city is not going to be out here trying to get some of this Super Bowl money. They definitely going to be out here doing, getting, trying to get this Super Bowl money. Now, if you follow these things that I've told you, you will probably have a pretty good, pretty decent trip. To the city of Atlanta during your Super Bowl and then get the hell out because we full. We're not taking any more residents around here. So don't come. Go to the strip club. Think it's popping off. You like it and you think you're going to stay here. No. You come in. You watch the Super Bowl. You leave. We're full. 
to capacity. We cannot take any more residents in the city of Atlanta, in the metro Atlanta, or anywhere else <laughs> in the Atlanta area. There's too many of us here already. Pack your bags and get up out of here once you're done watching that Super Bowl. So now, let me tell you about my experience of how I became a, a watchsmith. I had a, I have a collection of Invicta watches that uh, I love Invicta watches. I have a little collection. And, you know, recently the batteries start dying in them. Simple things. Batteries start dying. Links got scratched up. I want links changed. I want to put new bands on some of them and so on and so forth. And I've been having some trouble. Everywhere that I've taken them, nobody wants to work on them. You take them to these little jeweler shops, and they're like, no, watch is too expensive. You guys take it to where you bought it. Now, I buy most of my watches online, so for me to get it serviced through them, I have to send it back into Evicta, and they will replace whatever I need replaced or send me whatever I need, but people did not want to touch this watch, and I... I wasn't quite understanding it, but so I decided to buy my own watch repair kit and I bought a kit and I've watched hella YouTube videos to learn how to tinker with watches, how to open up a scuba watch, how to replace the ring, you know, the sealant ring in the scuba watch, how to replace the batteries, all how to use the whole kit that I got. So today I went out and, um, you know, I, I, I grabbed my little kit I bust open my scuba watch, pull the battery out, grab my other one, you know, snap the bands off, bust it open, pull that battery out so I'm ready to replace these batteries and this band. I go up to the store to get this. Now, I went to Walmart because all I'm looking for is a leather band for, to replace on one watch and two batteries. So... I go and I find one battery. It's just in the common battery area where all the other batteries are. and But I don't see the second one, the one for the scuba jump. So I go over to the center, the watch center, and the lady has the battery for me. She's like, yeah, it'll be $5 and whatever, whatever. Cool. Take that. And I ask my girl. She's with me. It's like, you got that other battery? She's like, yeah. So she's asking, you know, do we need to pay for this stuff here or do we take it over to the register? She's like, whatever. So, at this point, I'm, I'm I'm looking for a band. Now, immediately when I start looking for the bands, the lady comes around the corner and starts watching me while I'm looking for these bands. Now, she's supposed to be helping me figure out what size band I need, but she's more paying attention to what I'm picking up and what I'm putting down. So, But she's being cool about it. She's letting me open up the packages and so on and so forth. I didn't bring the actual watch with me. I just brought the band for a comparison so i grabbed one band nice little leather band she's like oh that band's twelve dollars i was like oh okay that's fine so we getting ready to check out i'm telling you i want to check out here so i can just get my stuff and leave because we're not shopping anymore and she looks at the band again she's like this band you know this band is twelve dollars i'm like okay like these watches are you know, not the bragging thing, but my watches are, you know, a couple hundred a piece. You know, none of them are breaking a band, but my watches are a couple hundred a piece. A $12 band is justifiable for this watch. But she's like, you know, some people, 
sometimes it's just easier to buy a new watch than to replace the band because you know this band is twelve dollars she says it again and those watches over there are only thirteen dollars and i'm like look just sell me my stuff $25 worth of stuff, a couple batteries, and a watch band, and I'm up out of there, man. I felt kind of disrespected for the fact that you kept, that this lady kept in, uh, uh, bringing up this $12 band, like, as if, I could see if the band was $100, I could see if the band was $50, but we're talking about a $12 watch band, and she just keeps bringing up that this band is $12, as if $12 is a lot of money now twelve dollars is a lot of money depending on the situation but you know twelve dollars for a leather band is really nothing i spend about twelve dollars a day eating lunch like sell me my stuff and let me get out of here but that's neither here nor there we're gonna keep this thing rolling we're gonna get into the what the view thinks section of the show but first take a second and let me tell you about my sponsors my so now let's get into the what deville thinks portion of the show what deville thinks portion of the show is the time where i take topics from my listeners and i speak on them you can go over to the thoughts by deville di facebook page you can post your videos or memes or whatever or you can just write out the comment or message me the topic that you want me to speak of or speak on or you can go over to uh d-v-i-l-l-e underscore di on instagram tag me after you follow me of course tag me in the videos that you want me to speak in on you can dm them to me why well, keep saying in dm them to me you can do the same on twitter my handle is the same on twitter i believe let me check right quick i don't keep up with this kind of stuff yeah you can tag me on twitter at, at d-v-i-l-l-e underscore d-i and I'll speak on whatever topic it is that you bring to my attention. Now, this topic is of Terry Crews. Terry Crews recently made a Twitter post speaking on um, a D.L. Hughley interview on Vlad TV. Now, the particular part, I'm not going to go over the whole video of the interview but if you want to you can always go on youtube or go to vladtv.com and watch the deal hughley interview but the part that terry cruz took exception to was when deal hughley said god gave you muscles so that you can say no if you don't know terry cruz says he was at an event and an old producer or executive or whatever walked up on him and grabbed him by the nutsack so deal said god gave you muscles Say that you so that you can say no in reference to the sexual assault situation. So Terry Crews tweeted at DL Hughley, I quote, You told the world God gave me muscles so I could say no. Are you implying that I wanted to be sexually assaulted? I'm listening, sir. So DL Hughley, which is one of my favorite comedians, by the way, says, You saw the video. And then so Cruz came back and said, sir, you said I should have pushed him back or restrained him. And I did all those things, but you act like I didn't. Were you there? So Hughley, then he comes back with, that's different than slapping the shit out of him. Cruz went on to say, so sir, if you truly feel that that is the correct way to deal with toxic behavior, should I slap the shit out of you? 
Now, what DeVille thinks about this? Now, first and foremost, we here at Thoughts by DeVille, D.I. do not take lightly any form of sexual assault, where it be from male on female or female on male or male on male or whatever. But you have to take into consideration that D.L. Hughley is a comedian and so by his nature he is going to poke fun and make fun of things and situations that some people might think are too serious too now i believe that as a comedian you should have the the uh ability to make jokes about whatever you want to if you think about it, if you go back to eddie murphy you go back to bernie mac you go back to what was the old guy the old white guy with George, was it George Carlin? Was George Carlin? People like that. And um, Rodney Dangerfield. Um, dang, what's the other guy? The, the Italian guy used to be like, Andrew Dice Clay. These people made jokes about any and everything. And nobody took them personal because they were just jokes. But Terry Crews finds exceptions to this. Now, I say... At the same time, though, where was that same energy when the man grabbed your balls? You want to slap DL, but you didn't slap the man who grabbed your balls. Now, no, it's not a light situation. I don't wasn't there like he said. I wasn't there, so I don't know if he restrained the man, if he pushed him back, what he did to stop the situation. I do know these situations need to come under control, and people do not need have the right to be out here feeling like they can just physically put their hands on anybody that they want to and it's hard to say what you'll do in a situation where somebody does something to you like that i'm gonna tell you another story i was at a water park one recently last summer and there was a uh, me and my daughter were going around in this wave pool and i look up and this little boy has his hand on my daughter's head and so I'm looking at him and I'm burning up. But the adult in me says, hold up a section, second. How do you react to this? And so the guy, the little boy looks over and he realizes I'm with her. And then he's like, oh, I was, she like she was stuck. I was just going to give her a push. And that right there kind of loosened my lips. And I was like, well, get your hands off her. And don't touch her anymore. So he went on about his business and I was upset about that. I thought about that the whole rest of that day. And then when I brought it up later on, I realized my daughter didn't even remember it. She it wasn't even a thought in her head. But I was thinking at the time, like, what is he what is his intention with his hands on my daughter's head? Like, is he gonna try to dunk her in the water or whatever, whatever? I'm glad that I was there when it happened. But it's hard to say how you react to situations when, unless you've been in the situation. The man walks up to you and grabs your balls. We all like to think that, you know, we tear him up. But at the same time, who's to say in the middle of a group setting at a high-class event, some guy walks up to you and grabs your balls, who's to say how you're going to react to it? Now, do I think DL was wrong for making light of it? I think he's a comedian, and he made a joke. That's what I think. Do I think Terry Crews is wrong for reacting the way he did? 
hey, you can react to any situation any way you want to. I am not one of the people that's out here going to tell you how that you should react to something and how it made you feel. We all as humans have the right to react to anything the way we want to react to it as long as we're willing to deal with the consequences. So that's what it is. DL said what he said, and he kept that same energy when Cruz approached him about it on Twitter. And so hopefully nothing violent comes out of it but hey i mean it is what it is but y'all didn't come here for that y'all came here for some discipline and i'm gonna give it to you that morning discipline for the day so if you're out here especially if you're out here doing something independent you're running a podcast you're running a youtube station you know you're you're opening a business doing something independent at some point you're going to need to build a team so you got to be in the right mind state when you're picking the people that you want on your team. You want to build your team like the Patriots. No, I'm not a Patriots fan. But the thing that I like about the Patriots is the Patriots don't give a damn if you was picking up garbage last week. If you can catch a ball, they'll put you on that team, and damn it, they'll throw you the ball. If you can defend a pass, They'll put you on that team and have you defend that pass. Whatever your skill set is, they'll put you out there. They're not looking for big names. They're not looking for the superstars of the team, and they want you to understand when you come there, this is not the place you come to be a superstar. This is the place you come to do your job to the best of your ability so that we as a group, as an organization can win and we can bring home another championship. Now, if we got to cheat a little bit to do it, we'll do that too. But that's neither here nor there. That's the story for a whole nother day. You need to be have that same energy when you're putting your team together. A lot of times you see it, especially in music, you have these up-and-coming artists who really have no budget and they'll run out and they'll spend all their money on a beat from some uh, a high level producer when at the end of the day you could do the same thing with an unknown producer and then just spend your money on the guy who's going to mix and master you see what i'm saying your work you're focusing on the wrong thing People go out and they want to have these big name photographers for their sets. They want to have these uh, people with these huge followings on their podcasts, on their YouTube stations or at their events. Now, yeah, that's great. And at some point, you'll, you'll get to the point where those are the people that are going to come to you for the opportunity to be a part of what go- you have going on. But when you're first starting off, that budget is low. You may not have no budget. You need to think like the Patriots. I just need a guy here who can get shit done. You need to find those young, hungry people. Those guys who come in and work on this situation for nothing because they understand the vision. They understand the goal and they know that the whole point and the whole purpose of us being here is for all of us to win in the end those are the people that you need around you you need the people around you that will work with you and work for you without getting anything for it because they understand that the payday is coming 
later. And when that payday comes, you need to be loyal to those people and keep those people with you. And you take those people with you on that whole ride together. Y'all stick together and y'all build your thing from the ground up, up into the mountaintop. And that's how you get shit done. Thank y'all for tuning in to DeVille D.I. Thoughts by DeVille D.I. Love each and every last one of y'all. Look. Take this information and do with it whatever you will. But remember to be the reason that somebody's motivated or massivated today. Either way, that you made a difference. Get some breakfast in you. You're going to need that energy while you out here getting shit done. Now, do me a big favor. Get out there and have an amazing day. <laughs>